This is a Triple M Footy podcast. With all the latest news and stories that matter right now in footy, it's Tom Brown's News. Good afternoon. Massive week in football news. Headlined, of course, by Essendon and North now. Sweating and waiting. Alistair Clarkson's got them in the palm of his hand, waiting on his answer. I don't think we'll get his answer and the position until post both games over the weekend, which I imagine will be Sunday night or possibly Monday. In terms of where all this is at the moment, Clarkson has been in Adelaide. He saw an unwell friend. He's been assisting with a tragedy at his son's school, Caulfield Grammar. I also understand possibly in connection with seeing that friend, he played golf yesterday at Kuyonga Golf Club over in South Australia. He's due back late this afternoon, is my understanding, Alastair Clarkson, back into Melbourne. Now, in terms of Ben Rutten's position in all this, um, it still looks like Ben Rutten will coach Essendon this weekend. He took training today, and it now looks like Rutten is on the same page as the Bombers because the new president, David Barham, went and visited Rutten at Mount Macedon yesterday, which is where Rutten's based, and um, they talked through all the issues. It appears that Rutten is entitled to pay out up to $600,000, and there's a lot of emphasis now on how Rutten's been treated. Essendon actively courting another coach, Clarkson, while Rutten is expected to coach, and Simon Goulburn has hit out over that issue today. I've also spoken to Alistair Nicholson from the Coaches Association. Um, the coaches through Hardwick and Goulburn are speaking to this issue today, but there's definitely concern amongst a number of the senior coaches over the treatment of Ben Rutten this week and the circumstances surrounding his situation. And I think once Clarkson arrives at a club, there'll be a lot of discussion in the off-season driven by the Coaches Association on how we should treat coaches, how clubs should treat coaches, over the messages in regards to coaches, over the pressure they're under and the situation they're in. I realise they're handsomely paid, but it doesn't necessarily ease Ben Rutten's mental situation this week, which I can only imagine is pretty agonising. And there's certainly a discussion around that at a time when Ross Lyon and Nathan Buckley don't seem overly interested in returning to coaching because it's all a big hassle and a lot of stress. Anyway, in terms of the situation with Clarkson, one source, and this is not verified by Essendon because they would never speak to this, so it's um, not speculation because it was from a good source, but one source told me today that the deal put to Clarkson is in the vicinity of $1.2 million with 50% upside on any increase in the soft cap, which would take it to about one4 and he wants to bring Viney with him. We'll never know. We'll never see the contract that uh, Clarkson eventually signs, so I can't verify those figures. Um, I do know, obviously, that he wants Viney and or David Rath as a football boss where he goes, Clarkson, but there's a school of thought that thinks that's what Essendon has put to Clarkson, and he could go to the Bombers. Again, I don't know. We'll find out for sure, certainly in regards to where he goes as soon as Sunday night or Monday. I know the Bombers are open to paying the luxury tax if they exceed the football soft cap. They're certainly not ruling that out. Um, Gene Syracuse, Daniel, is, I think, close to David Barham, so I imagine he'll survive. He's got a year to go on his contract. But the luxury tax is important because Clarko is obviously expensive, as will the payout, up to $600,000 to Ben Rutten, plus any changes he makes which are expected in the football department. Guys like Josh Marnie, who's the football boss, might change things there, obviously change the assistant coaches. So this is going to cost the Bombers a lot of money. In terms of the impact this week of Kevin Sheedy's comments, which were pretty odd, Sheedy basically tipped Xavier Campbell, the CEO of the Bombers, under a bit of a bus by suggesting that he won't be involved, Campbell, in the discussions with Clarkson. He also sort of tipped Sheed's Clarkson under the bus by suggesting that he thinks he'll land at North Melbourne. But I don't think that uh, Clarkson will take much interest in Sheedy's comments. And there's already talk, and I think Essendon privately concede, 
about the need for some board reform medium term at Essendon. They've got up to 10 directors. They've had a fair coup this week, and I think they'll need some more solidarity in that regards going forward. But that's the latest in regards to Essendon North and Clarkson. The Saturday Rub, Friday Huddle, Sunday Rub, Midweek Rub, Tom Brown's News and all the footy podcasts you need are in one place. Subscribe to Triple M Footy on the Listener app or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot going on at St Kilda. I'll start with the review, which was formally announced by their president, Andrew Bassett, to members this morning. Um, Damien Barrett had that story last night. Um, The crux of that is that there'll be a review at St Kilda of the football department. And the interesting part is that David Noble, the former North coach, recently departed North coach, is involved in that review. I don't think it's the review of all reviews. I don't think it'll see huge change. There's obviously big support for Simon Lethleen's initiatives in the football department there. I think there's support for James Gallagher and David Rath, providing Clarko doesn't poach Rath to be the football bosses at St Kilda, certainly Rath. But they're looking to uh, basically improve St Kilda and they expected to make the finals. And Andrew Bassett emphasised that in his letter to members this morning. It was interesting. He took some responsibility in part in that letter by saying that uh, I will not pretend the likelihood of missing the finals again this year was part of the plan, nor hide my disappointment. This hurts me all the more because I cannot, of course, separate myself from the outcome given my role as president. They'll also look at some external firms to assist as part of that review. Basically, they want to leave no stone unturned, having not delivered on their on-field situation and uh, finals in particular. And uh, so things have become a bit stagnant in terms of their improvement. It's interesting that they want to get an external firm and advice on their list as well. So uh, an interesting situation as far as that's concerned at St Kilda. Um, And it is interesting that David Rath's involved in that process. I reported last night that Dan Hanabry will retire. I don't usually do retirement stories. I leave those up to the players. I thought what's interesting here clearly is his contract at St Kilda um, which has been of limited success from a number of games perspective. I admire Dan. I like Dan. I just want to emphasize that. But it's been a, you know up to $3.2 million, 16 games, up to $200,000 a game. It's not to say clubs shouldn't try. It's not to say it's been a failure. They're just the, the, the facts. And I should emphasize that Hanabry is a premiership star for the Swans. He's played well over 200 games. He's a three-time All-Australian and has had, on any measure, an enormously successful career. In terms of the latest on Brad Hill, the AFL website has reported that Hill potentially wants out. I think there's a degree of merit to that story. I asked Colin Young, his manager, about that today. He didn't sort of expand on the circumstances, but what it appears is that Clarkson and Hill have had some discussions, and if Hill could follow Clarkson, perhaps he could seek that. So I think there'll be some discussion in that space, certainly during the trade period, but lots happening at St Kilda. This is Tom Brown's News, bringing you the latest in footy every Monday, Thursday and Friday. Here at first on Listener. And I'll whip through some in brief. Michael Hurley will get a farewell game this weekend. 193 games so far for the Bombers, an enormously admired player. Could have died from that hip infection. So that's a great story as far as Hurls is concerned in terms of getting and earning a farewell game this weekend. A lot of talk about a huge concussion fund the AFL is working on behind the scenes. Peter Jess, the campaigner, concussion campaigner, thinks it could be worth up to $25 million. Perhaps that's an ambitious figure, but Peter Gordon's edging closer towards working on the details of that fund and in particular the size of that fund. The TV deal, Gil McLaughlin continues to work on that behind the scenes. I don't have inside knowledge from Seven, just want to emphasise that. But my impression from speaking to a couple of clubs is that Seven, I believe, could have most Thursday nights free to air. Foxtel will have most Saturdays 
on pace. That could be part of the structure of the TV deal, which I expect will probably be announced in the next two or three weeks. But that'll have a bit of a bearing on how fan, a big bearing on how fans watch the football. Tasmania, I think the vote now will be in the first week of September. And in some hope for Tasmania, it is interesting that Adelaide's come out and supported it uh, this week. Olsen, their president, and obviously there's a bit of inertia at the Bombers. They've got a new president. Perhaps he'll support it too. So it's not dead yet. Having said that, they need a stadium. So uh, that's going to be all pretty interesting. And just from a selection perspective, big news already from Collingwood today is that Dugowie and Ginevan both look right to go against the arch enemy Carlton for a top four spot Carlton's playing for at the MCG on Sunday afternoon, which should have over 90,000 fans. That is as big as final round football gets. Frampton, Billy Frampton also linked to interest from the Pies. That caps off a big news day. We'll hopefully hear from Clarko tonight in terms of, I guess, reconciling that issue. If he's happy in terms of uh, Ken Hinckley not wanting to interrupt his year to go, how does that uh, sit with, uh, obviously, Essendon chasing him and Ben Rutten and the treatment of Rutten? I think it's going to be a big discussion now about how we treat coaches. Certainly will be in the off-season. Uh, in the meantime, Clarkson's got to make his decision. It's going to be a massive, massive uh, no doubt. There'll be new, more news tonight, and tomorrow we'll be back with the podcast, Triple M Rocks Football. That was Tom Brown's news. Come back every Monday, Thursday, and Friday for more, and subscribe to Triple M Footy on Listener or wherever you listen to get all our podcasts throughout the season. For Reem Hot Water and McDonald's, Triple M Rocks Footy.